Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks. With the hottest takes. Of 2022. My name is Brandon. I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2022. And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums. And tonight, we are starting with Cruel Country by Wilco. And we'll conclude with... Kinnery of Lupercalia, Undelivered Legion. By the way, it's a semicolon. By Munley and the Lupercalians. Is it a semicolon or a full colon? I think it's a semicolon. Unless I typed it wrong. Oh. Hold on, let's 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 find out. Let's pull up the right your music. These page. are the important things that other reviewers won't tell you. This is this is a look behind the scenes. Yeah, it is a semicolon indeed. That's yeah. interesting. So that implies that they are two separate thoughts rather than a subdivision of the first. Okay, so we've got the Kinnery of Lupercalia. On Rate Your Music, it is... Oh, wait, no. Rate Your Music is wrong. It is, in fact, a semicolon. Those fuckers. Those sons of... Inattention. Anyway, we're talking about Wilco. But that totally changes the theme. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Ben, you actually were the one that mentioned uh, wanting to do this album. I had not even heard of it before you brought it up. Well, I, I just think Wilco is a, um, you know, they're a, they're the big name of small names. You know, we just checked their Spotify listeners and they, they do actually have 2 million monthly listeners, which is a lot more than I expected. So I, I would say they're, they're maybe even outside of the, you know, the cult following category. I think they're downright a pretty popular band. Um, 2 million monthly listeners. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, popular band. yeah you don't get to seven figures, but with a cult following. Yeah. So um, I've listened to some of their stuff in the past, mainly the album uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, which I like a lot, and maybe a couple other tracks outside of that. Um, and I've liked their music a lot, so I just thought they were a, an important enough name that we couldn't get through the year without doing them. Yeah, and I'm, I've, uh, and I've also really enjoyed like our foray into country music that we've had on this show. We've really kind of come around. Um, yeah, it started to. It, so. We've started to get sold. We're we're starting to get into it. Yeah, I know there's enough out there that I that I'm down uh, with it. And Wilco being a pretty you know popular artist, I was uh, yeah I was super down for it, and I was excited to hear it. Um, and listening to it, I really don't think there's anything bad on here. I really don't think there's a single like bad aspect on here. But on the list of albums, I have absolutely zero desire to ever listen to again this might be like the least desired i have to come back to like this i this one just wasn't it for me really yeah no kidding that's crazy because for me out of all the albums we've done this year which i think we're at what 56 or so out of all the albums that we've done this year this one to me was Definitely one of the albums that we've listened to this year. It, it is included in the list of things that at this point we have talked about on the show. So far of the 60 or so albums we've done, it is one of the top 60 albums of the year. It's definitely going to make the list. <laughs> I will admit you scared me there for a minute. Eric, how'd you feel about this? Yeah, one? I mean, I don't know. I, I think I must be slipping because I used to finish everything. And this is the second one in like four weeks I DNF'd. Dude, this one's so long. That's exactly. I have no idea why it's seventy-seven minutes long. That's a. I I got through the eleventh track and I'm like, okay, how are we doing? Ten more, I'm done. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I'm totally with you, Brandon. Like if I'm trying to find things to nitpick, you know, it's kind of hard at the same time. If I'm trying to find things to praise about this one, it's, you know, I got through the whole entire album and I was just looking for that one song, you know, I thought there has to be like one, there has to be something shining, you know, star on this album. And I just, I couldn't find it. And I, and the whole time I'm listening to it, you know, I, I think he's a great vocalist. You can tell he's, you know, there's still good songwriters, but the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm just thinking, I wish they hadn't done this as a country album. I wish they had, I, th- I wish they were writing songs the way I'm used to them, which even that they've varied their sound a lot through the years. And this is, you know, just a slightly different direction. But for me, I, I think the, the length of the album combined with the just really basic instrumentation, it just does not quite work. Yeah, it's to me, it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent the length. I mean, it's this so would be, monotonous. This would be a, see, a bit of an ask at forty minutes, let alone. No, I see. Even with the like, I don't. It, it's not just the length because there have been plenty of really long albums that we've run that we've heard on the show, and I've said like, oh, if this were shortened down to, you know, even fifty minutes or forty minutes or so. It'd be a good album. I don't think you could shorten this album in any way that would make me enjoy it. No, it's it's a seventy-seven minutes of the same the same monotonous twenty-two times. Yeah, it's it's all so monotonous, and I just by the end of it, I'm just like I've heard this so many times now, and just stop. Yeah, I. Yeah, while I'm in it, you know, I I, I'm uh, I would say I'm somewhere between, you know neutral and enjoying it but the minute that either you know the song ends the album ends i just have zero desire to go back and listen to it see this is an interesting thing too that i've started to notice like the deeper we get into this and i've seen like you know bigger music reviewers who actually make a career out of it talk about this but this is one where it's just like every minute of this album was making me painfully aware that this was time that i could be listening to something else yeah it's like the the opportunity cost of hearing this album is too high (laughs) (laughs) for me it just made me want to listen to their other stuff that i like so much i mean it made me want to listen to literally anything else like it's it's honestly kind of rare for me to just disregard an album like this Mm -hmm. like just i just and i what i mean by that is just the second it was over, I was like, all right, I already spent 75 more minutes on this album than I should have. And I never want to think or consider this album ever again. Yeah, it's like, just, it's way too long for what it is. I mean, there's just nothing going on. The first the first track or two, I mean, it's it's fine, but when you have the third track, that's exactly the same. Then the fifth this, track, that's exactly the same. Then the 11th track, that's exactly the same. And then you have half the album to go. It's just like, okay. For me, it was a little bit different because, you know, the whole time I'm listening, I'm, I'm hearing these like little hints of what I like about this band, but they're just not really coming to fruition at all. I, I totally get that too, because when I was listening, it's like every once in a while, you know, once or twice a track, I'd get this little hint of like a riff or... Or something they do, and I'd be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I wish they were giving me more of that. But but most of it's just kind of plucky, Americana, folky country meandering. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. Meandering is the best word to describe this album. Yeah. Like, it's it really does just... It feels very aimless. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea what they're trying, what they think they're doing musically 
like I don't I don't even have a hint of what they think they're doing. Like how do you hear this and not realize it's the same song 21 22 times? Yeah, it's really rough. I mean, yeah. For me this is this is a no-go cuz it's just I I need some variety. Well, that I, I think, didn't get you know, here. One of the things that made um some of their past work so good is the creativity and the instrumentals and you know they didn't always have like a really full sound like on some songs they did it was kind of you know bombastic other songs it was very stripped down um but it was always very creative and interesting both in terms of the instrumentation and just what they were doing with those instruments and and combined with with jeff Tweedy's, you know really just kind of emotive voice you know he's kind of like a neil young character to me you know he can't really sing but it doesn't matter because he's uh so you know kind of genuine sounding and he's a great songwriter and this album is trying to survive purely on his vocals and it's just not really doable you need it's that like, other element was, to it what was the, the album with like the country stars like just recording on like a field recorder oh marfa tapes marfa. yeah and this is like the simplicity of the marfa tapes without any of the charm yeah it's like it's like that but without the the fact that they recorded it on a field recorder and like without the fact that they're having fun yeah like <laughs> like it's it's just it's so simple and way too long and maybe if you're like really into what he's saying this you'll have a completely different experience uh with I'm this definitely album. A, li- a lyric second listener though where I, I i will listen to the lyrics of course i mean duh but for me to really get sucked in and really analyze the lyrics you have to hook me on something else first that wants that makes me want to put the time into the album to listen yeah, if to the, the music lyrics. is not interesting i don't care what you're saying Right, like that might you know be rude and you know distasteful, but I don't. Oh, like, and I mean, I think it's a style of listener. Some people will care significantly more, but I mean, I listened to the whole of Microphones in 2020 and put it in a top five albums of the year. So if you if you do have that thing, I'm I'm more than willing to to listen to you. But this one just mm. this this just ain't it to me. It just it just ain't it. This just completely misses the mark for what I like. Yes, I um, agree. And I mean, I I'm definitely not typically into you know folk. I mean, I I'll, I've trashed many folky albums on this show in the past. Um, and I definitely not super into country, so this obviously isn't for me. But I have enjoyed albums from those genres in the past and this just is not anywhere close to what i like yeah i mean i think we've done enough of this kind of style now that we know like we can be into it it's definitely not a oh i just we just don't like country or something kind of kind of issue you know this folky country i mean stuff like pine grove the microphones things like that we've found very intriguing or at least very worthwhile and so I don't think it's a genre issue in this case. I think it's just a this album issue. Yeah, I and and I don't even see how people unless there's something really that really grabs you about the lyrics that I'm just totally missing. I really don't see how people like this album. Yeah, that's it's a rough one for me. It, I, like I'd it has to be that to me. Like cuz nothing else 
really make sense. Because to me, I honestly think there's absolutely nothing else here besides the vocals and what he's saying. I don't even know what he's saying. Because I, like I said, I do not care enough. Yep, I would say take a pass on this one. Yeah, listen, the to, listen to their early stuff for sure, and I, I still encourage you guys to listen to the early stuff because I think you'd like. I'll check out. Uh, I'll check out some of their early ones, especially uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is outlandishly high. So yeah, I, I will check that out. Um, yeah, uh, big disappointment uh, with this one. Uh, so yeah, uh, Munley and the Looper Collians. Oh, uh, undelivered Kittery. legion. Kittery no, kin- oh my god. <laughs> undelivered legion. Whatever the fuck that means. This, this, what a mouthful. Um, what a mouthful. Uh, but yeah, so this one essentially boils down to we saw gothic country in the genre tags and we thought, hell yeah. Uh, and that's really about the thought process that went into this. Yeah. Um, and, on, and mostly because we've been having some pretty good luck with gothic country with amigo and the devil and 16 horsepower um and hearing this the i gotta say they're making lost dog street band look real bad right now because (laughs) man this album's fantastic and the lost dog street band managed to somehow fuck up a guaranteed formula for success in my book <laughs> like apparently gotha country can do no wrong except for lost dog street band i will say this is the by far the best leprechaun folk album we've listened to this year possibly even on this show <laughs> i th- i think i'll go as far to say this is the best leprechaun folk album i've ever heard i might even agree with you there um, this one for me is one of those rare cases where I can't tell if I like this or not. <laughs> Even after a couple of listens, I'm still, I have absolutely no clue where this is going to go on my list. Yeah, I'm hmm. in kind of Ben's camp where I'm like, what is this album? <laughs> I think I like it, but I'm also like, huh. <laughs> no, I'm all about this album, man. I, no, but I, I think I'm coming down on the side of digging it. There's there's something about it that's just very uh, intriguing. It's very weird. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. It's But it's not weird in the way most of the albums we listen to are weird. This is just a very uniquely strange album. This one just sounds weird. And, and I think one of the reasons I can't quite pinpoint it is because I have heard some stuff that's so there is an album that comes to mind that is kind of like this album, but 10 times weirder and, and creepier. And uh, it's called uh, Comas. And um, it's like just horror folk, you know, just weirdness that I think came out in like the 70s or something. And yeah, so this is put that in chat because I want to hear. Oh, dude, it's I love Comas. It's such a good album. But um, sold me on it. This kind of reminds me a little bit of that, except it's not nearly as weird. And usually for me, I really like. Like, if you're going to be weird, you got to be really weird. And this is pretty weird. It's definitely pretty weird. I don't know if it's weird enough. But I, I, th- I think I'm going to like it. I mean, there's definitely some things this album does that, you know, like you said, Lost Dog Street Band just didn't do. You know, this one is interesting the whole way through. It's It's oh, got a pretty, you know, distinctive sound that what... Have you Google imaged these guys? Nope. No. Apparently, like half of them are wearing burlap sacks, and the others are having wearing like giant black cones on their head or something. The fuck? It's very oh, weird. Oh, dude, that that dude looks like uh, the Frankenstein monster. Oh my god! What there the? Is f- Holy shit! They got some like Abu Ghraib 
Bedrock style art going on here. That's crazy. Isn't that bizarre? Oh, that's creepy. Holy that's shit. creepy what as the hell, fuck? man. Oh, well, uh, uh, all right. So that's that's, that's some these guys movie shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, no. Yeah, I am so into these guys. Now. All right, that helps. I don't know yeah, what there's... this is about, but it's amazing. Yeah, like there, it's this album has such a creepiness to it, and 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 his voice is so distinct. I'll yes. Say. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, there's definitely some accent, but I have no idea what it is. I think, yeah, well, yeah. so apparently it's, it's based on, like, Russian folk tales is where a lot of the thematic elements are coming from. And I, I, I when I was doing a quick Google, it seems like they're touring a lot of, like, former Eastern Bloc countries, like Poland, Serbia, and stuff. So I think they're from that kind of region. This dude looks like a skeleton. Oh. Yeah, so I think it's, oh it's like Eastern European and very weird and sinister and I, I got I I really dig the vibe though. Like these yeah. guys really create an awesome vibe. Like yeah, it's and it's so <laughs> weird to describe because it's like like collagened up to try to recreate what he looked like. And then to his left is a guy in just a kind of a generic like trucker hat. And then there's a dude who looks like um, he was in Smash Mouth. And then you got three just stunningly gorgeous young women. <laughs> Apparently the singer is from Denver, so. Really? Yeah. Uh. So I guess the themes in the album are about Russian folklore, but the guy is from Denver or something. I'm dude, very confused. I, you, could tell, but I, you could tell me anything about this and I'd buy it. It's so fucking weird, man. Yeah, and... But it's also quite listenable, I think. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. it's not weird in a... And this is, you know, dense and complicated and, you know, a struggle to get through. This really isn't. It's a total breeze. And it's also, like, it's less than 40 minutes long. Like, it, you do not struggle. But, like, it's... You have, like, a really weird like almost like cranberries-esque riff on the opening track and then like on Pol Pot towards the end they like have like trash can percussion it's bizarre and yeah it's and like it's incredibly stripped back at times um dude I don't know what to say about this one other than man do I love this So apparently, because I'm on Wikipedia now, apparently Munley and the Lubricallians is John Munley's second side project, and the original members of the band included many, if not all, of the members of the Lee Lewis Harlots, which is oh, his first side project. Oh, that makes perfect mm. sense. I, I was just thinking these sound exactly like the, the, the Lee Lewis Harlots. I, I gotta say, two of the guys in this band are going by Slim Cessna and Lord Dwight Pentecost. I don't know what this is about. That's like a borderline black metal shit, except funky. I don't know. <laughs> except funky and vaguely southern, but apparently they're not. This is like a series of albums set in this same setting, but the rest are going to be released by a band called Slim Cessna's Auto Club, which is also headed by this singer. 
It's just everything I read about these guys is extraordinarily bizarre. None of it makes sense, but I'm kind of all for it. <laughs> and and like I said, you could say anything about this and be like, oh yeah, that checks out. Like, that makes perfect fucking sense. It's um, just so bizarre. It's so fucking bizarre. And I feel bad that I, I really can't do a great review of this because I don't know what the fuck to say. It's just very weird. Like, like, I mean, there's there's a very distinct country element to this, uh, to this album. Like it, it, because uh, like we we talked about this uh, with like Amigo, where Amigo kind of toes the line between like alternative, you know, rock music and country. This is, I think, much more fuller in the country canon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for um, sure. Okay. Like, this is go. this is getting this is as, about as far as I've heard country music straying from normal country while still maintaining a very distinct country identity. Yes. There's a line on this guy's Wikipedia about personal life. Following in his father's footsteps, Munley is a Freemason of the 32nd degree. <laughs> 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 What? Is that a thing? I don't know. Really Everything is so ends. weird. I love it. I love how weird this is. I, I I only keep bringing these things up because it's just like, yep, this all makes perfect sense in the context of how this thing sounds. Yeah, I will not question this whatsoever. It's you're you're totally right though. It's it is distinctly country. I I can't think of another genre you could put it in, but but man, is it stretching those boundaries? Yeah, um, it's and it it has such a diverse sound palette to it. Like, I mean, there there are times where it's incredibly stripped back. Like I said, like they have very you know they have trash can percussion, but then they're like some very like you know full like full sounding you know like like they got like full guitars and everything, like 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 full guitar, full drum set, bass, and all that. Like they they really do you know, traverse that whole gambit of, you know, full sound and stripped back sound, which I think is really interesting because it's rare that you see both of those done so well on an album to me. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, if I had to pick a favorite track on your ice, I would either say the opening track or Pol Pot. Those were my, those were my two. Yeah, those yeah, are the two that stood out to me. The opening track for me was a kind of an instant attention getter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Which is always a good thing for an album. But yeah, this is this is definitely one you really do just need to hear it. You have to just hear it. I, yeah, it's um, it's very weird, but very digestible weird. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think you know, despite us saying it's very firmly country, I think this is something that a lot of country haters will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like. I mean, I definitely considered myself a country hater up until about, you know, when did we listen to Sturgill? I think that was our first year, wasn't it? Yeah, 2012. Yeah, that was the end of the first year, I think. Um, Yeah, just just listen to it. That's really all I have to say. Just listen to it. Um, it's, It's short, it's very easy to listen to, and it's absolutely worth your time. 
it's such a unique album. Um, I, I really, really have heard absolutely nothing like it. Yeah, it's um, very, very bizarre, but in a, a very interesting way. And I really don't even have a comparison. And Ben, you had the one, but yeah, I really don't even have yeah. a single comparison. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm dropping the ball <laughs> this time because I, yeah, I don't know what to say about this other, other than I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, um, I think... I think sometimes the the kind of darker production let it down a little bit. If I had to, if there was anything that that kind of bugged me a little bit. It was that where I, I could have used a little bit more like clarity in the production. I think it it is very low-fi. Yeah, and I, I and I think at times it does work. It, it definitely do does at, it at points. But there's also some points from kind of like yeah, I could have used a little bit more uh, more just mm-hmm. clean production here, but. I mean, it's obviously stylistic, and so I'm... Um, yeah, and this album has a lot of style. Too much. It has yeah. a lot of style. Oh, yeah. I, so I hesitate to complain too much about something that's that's obviously done intentionally like that, but yeah, I mean, I overall... But no, I, I think some things get lost in the sauce because of it, though. So. Yeah, but yeah, I, I found it very intriguing, I think, for the most part. I, was, I enjoyed it pretty much all the way throughout, kept my interest going. All right, uh, anything else from you, Ben? No, I think that about covers it. Yeah, I wish I had more to say, uh, but I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how I feel about it. And you definitely would recommend just listening to it because yeah, I don't think anything we say is going to help very much. Yeah, I, this is a, this, this one is just, just, just beyond listen. me. Yeah. I just don't really have the ability to discuss this in a meaningful way. Um, very much. Sorry about just go that. listen to it. Yeah, just just listen to it. It's great. Um, but yeah, like that'll about do it. Um, Probably not the most entertaining episode from us, but eh. sometimes it works out that way. Um, but um, but next next week though should be interesting because we got the one, we got the only, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Kenneth DJ Another one. We the best music. We discover next week, is it really the best music? I mean, he says it on every song, so I have to listen. I have to agree. I don't mean to spoil anything, guys, but yes. This is what confidence looks like. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so yeah, we got DJ Khaled with God Did, and something I'm actually genuinely super fucking excited for, and that is Kenny Beats with Louie. Um... Yeah, uh, the only thing I've heard from Kenny Beats is that uh, album he did with uh, Denzel Curry a couple years ago, and that's well, no, because he did um, he did uh, that, that guy, that other guy last year, didn't he? Well, um, yeah. So, so he's done Travis, a lot of a lot of production uh, that we've listened to. Um, you're thinking like uh, you mean Vince Staples or? and yeah, Vince Staples. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, because so, yeah, so, I know he's he's big in, in big in hip hop uh, producing community right now. But as I was mostly referring to just the albums where like his name is. Oh right. He's been pretty vocal about him. not releasing an album under his own name because he didn't. Well, at least what he's been saying is, well, I mean, I don't really feel like I have anything to put out, statement-wise, musically. So why do an album with my name versus produce for artists that have a statement to make? I guess. But now he's got a statement to make. Yeah, and he said, yeah, I want to hear it. That changed, so he put an album out. Go, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that one. 
Um, so yeah, join us next week for those two. So uh, thank you very much and have a good night.